I've seen you before. You're the asshole on TV. Welcome to the Arnie Appreciation Society podcast, where we retrace Arnold Schwarzenegger's journey to greatness and every misstep that he took on his way there. And on this episode, we're going to talk about that moment in time when Arnold Schwarzenegger dipped his toe into racism. (laughs) That's right. We're discussing Red Heat. That's not where I saw that going at all. Uh, I'm your host, Blair Stevenson, and with me, as always, my wonderful co-host, Mr. DCT, David Campbell-Thompson. How are you doing, David? Oh, very, very good. Um, I'm glad we've opened by opening the racist door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm wonderful. It's lovely to be talking to all of our wonderful listeners. So, Red Heat, written and directed by Walter Hill. So, Walter Hill is a, a very successful film director and screenwriter from California, Known as one of the influencers who created the the revival of the Western genre for the modern generation. Um, he's had many successes as a director, including The Warriors. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brewster's Millions. Great film. Uh, 48 Hours with Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis. And... Bullet to the head with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, however, he's also uh, added extremely high screen rating credits to his name as well, including the pre- the aforementioned The Warriors, mm. The Getaway with Steve McQueen, numerous Paul Newman movies, including The Macintosh Man and The Drowning Pool, um, as well as story by credits on, and this will probably surprise you, on Alien, Aliens, and he wrote the screenplay for Alien 3. Really? Yeah. So, okay, so story, I, I'm very happy with the first two. Yeah. Alien 3 is an absolute stinker. <laughs> <laughs> it's not strong, but yeah. it's still a movie I can rewatch. It's just pish. Okay, that's fair. Um, Welcome back to the Alien (laughs) (laughs) We'll move on before we get too carried away into that tangent. Um, So Red Heat is starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Captain Ivan Danko. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm sorry. Normally we don't talk too much about Arnie uh, at this point, but I do feel like at this point I have to make special mention of his hair in this movie because I can't fit it in anywhere else in the podcast. Mm. So... Magnificent hair. Mm. It's very uh, vertical. <laughs> yes, <laughs> more vertical than hair tends to be. Yeah, it's like it's like a proper kind of it's like eraser head hair. Yes, you know I mean? it's like I mean Arnie's got a, 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 usually got a fairly at this stage in his movies he's got a fairly nicely trimmed haircut in most of them Terminator and stuff I mean before that obviously he had the the floppy the, the, the floppy wild <laughs> Conan hair but uh, yeah it's the first time in a few films that we've had something a wee bit different but it's absolutely ridiculous it is it's terrifying also starring uh, Jim Belushi as Detective Sergeant Art Rizdick 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Belushi is an Albanian American actor and comedian, brother of the iconic John Belushi. Oh, um, oh yeah, Long. I know. Um, Jim Belushi had a long-running TV show named According to Jim, as well as appearing in films such as Trading Places, About Last Night, K-9, and many, many more. He also spent two years as a cast member of iconic American TV show Saturday Night Live. And also, this will not be the last time that he and Arnold Schwarzenegger cross paths. Can you think of what else they cross paths in, Davey? I really can't. Last Action Hero and Jingle All The Way. Who is he in Jingle All The Way? Santa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Oh, there we go. Right, aye, aye. I, like, Jim Belushi is one of these ones that I shouldn't feel sorry for him because, you know, he's got a spectacular career, like, star-studded. Yeah, yeah. But he will always fall victim to being John Belushi's brother. Yes. I, I You just can't. He's always going to be the it. bad Belushi. Ah, uh-huh. and it, I mean, there's no such thing as a bad Belushi from all of my experiences with <laughs> Belushis, which is fairly minimal. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, was, I went into this, right, and I'm thinking, oh, Jim Belushi, and he's actually pretty good. He's, okay, yeah. He's, he's, he's serviceable. Exactly, is the perfect word. <laughs> The perfect word. I didn't come away thinking, I want to see more Jim Belushi movies. But I also didn't come away saying, I am never watching a Jim Belushi movie again. Yeah. Which is all you can ask for from a Belushi. Like, the, the problem is that you always watch one of his films and go, ah, but imagine it had been John. Oh, I know. It would have been It would have been a totally different film. Um, just, you know, John Belushi's a more over-the-top, comedian yeah really jim yeah. seems a bit more of a straight actor i mean it's certainly comedic but yeah you know yeah. And, and just in comparison exactly because john's just wild yeah i mean jim's like fucking Lawrence olivia compared to, <laughs> <laughs> compared to john so red heat's also starring peter boyle as commander lou donnelly now peter boyle is a legendary character actor Best known, perhaps, as Frank Barone in the sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. However, he also played the monster in Mel Brooks' film Young Frankenstein, and he won an Emmy No Award. way, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry, that's kind of blown me away, but yeah. <laughs> and he won an Emmy Award for his appearances in The X-Files in 1996, but there are literally numerous, numerous other appearances. He's he's a very successful character actor. Mm. Do you not watch Everyone Loves Raymond, Davey? I expected more of a reaction from no, that. No, never, never really. No. No. I've seen the other episode, but... I've I knew him from that right, most. Okay. Um, and he is fantastic. He makes that programme, if I'm honest with you. Oh, all right, okay. Um, he's excellent, and I recognise him straight away. Mm. Yeah, Peter Boyle, I, I think he's in Taxi Driver as well. I've not got that in my notes, but that has just clicked into my head. I'm Who's in Taxi Driver? You think he's one of the other drivers? You know how they all meet in the cafe? Oh, right, okay. I think he's one of them. It's been a while since I've seen it, but... Yeah. Again, he's one of these faces that's kind of... He's been around forever, it, yeah. 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 Um, also starring Ed O'Ross as Victor Rastavili. Apologies for pronunciation. <laughs> 
he's an American character actor, also known for his work as Itchy in Dick Tracy, Colonel Perry in Universal Soldier, Lieutenant Touchdown in Full Metal Jacket, and hmm. as Mendez in Lethal Weapon. Oh, right, yeah. I, I was trying to figure out, like, I, 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 I didn't look up him before yeah. that. I've been trying to figure out who he, who he was. Like, ah, it'll be Lethal Weapon I know him from. So I get like quite a lot. I, I can quite a lot of good yeah. films. This is a pretty good cast. Yeah, it kind yeah. Of creeps up on you because, like, obviously with it being a buddy cop movie, you're just focused on Arnie and Jim Belushi. But yeah, like there's a lot. Like, I mean, Spawn the cast is great. Yeah, we've also still got um, Larry or Lawrence Fishburne, whichever <laughs> one you want to choose, as Lieutenant Charlie Stobbs, who. You know, everyone will probably know him as Morpheus from The Matrix or Jason Stiles from Boys in the Hood, Tyrone Miller in Apocalypse Now, you know, and most recently he's been in both the Marvel and DC universes as well. And also, topping off my list, is the president shagging Gina Gershon as Kat Manzetti. President shagging? Yep, Bill Clinton. Did she? <laughs> yeah. Good on you, Gina. <laughs> oh, see, I just went. Oh, that's her from Showgirls. Yeah, yeah, Show, it's a bit of a gay icon, Gina. She's known for roles in Cocktail, Showgirls, Face Off, yeah. The Insider, and then she's currently got a recurring role in one of my favourite TV shows, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm still just blown away by this this Bill Clinton thing. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, the Monica Lewinsky one's the famous one. That's yes, the one everybody exactly. I didn't know she'd have... I think this one came out... Silly Billy. I think so. this one came out much later. Oh, right. Um, and by that point, everyone had went, fair enough, I would have a go on Bill as well. Yeah, I think by this point, <laughs> everyone went, oh, you as well? And then it wasn't much of a story. Nah. <laughs> Essentially, especially over here. Nah. Um, but also, we had two cameos in the movie. Now, can you can you guess one of them you would expect, mm-hmm. the other you probably wouldn't. So, can you tell me any of the cameos that you noticed in the movie? David? I mean, like a minute in <laughs> the first one. Yeah, our old friend Sven. Sven. Oh, Sven Oli Thorson. I was I was I was looking out for him like straight away. Yeah. Um, like I, I finally conditioned myself to go and no, I'm actually going to find him this time. <laughs> um. I also looked for Franco just in case, but yeah. I didn't see Franco. Couldn't see Franco either, unfortunately. I feel like he was probably there. He was probably just driving a car in the background. Like he was... He's probably in that scene at the start, lifting something. Yeah. It, do you know, Franco, even if he wasn't on screen, I feel like he should just be, you know, in the one of the trailers, eating catering. He's <laughs> just part of the team. He just, just likes to be involved. An, an executive <laughs> producer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who's number two then I can't I can't think the second one I noticed when he came on screen and then thought no it can't be him <coughs> the second one is Kurt Fuller who was in The Running Man and you'll, you'll probably know best as the bad guy in Wayne's World the network executive oh yeah oh yeah he was kind of uh, when did he pop in? he was this? one of the police officers uh-huh. he like, just... t- like two thirds of the way into the film yep. Just popped up for a scene and then disappeared again. Ah, yeah. Never had a line. Yeah, you're spot on. Because I remember seeing him going, 
have I not noticed that he was in this earlier? Because <laughs> I had a wee, like, I, I think, like, during watching this, I had a wee five minutes when I kind of I kind of zoned out, to be honest, because they lost my attention very briefly, and I thought, am I, have I missed him? Am I, <laughs> did I fall asleep or something? Because, like, I feel like he should be prominently in this film, but no. No. Once again, just, he's away. He's gone. So, yeah, just thought we'd mention that at the start. So the plot for Red Heat, mm. um, a tough Russian policeman is forced to partner up with a cocky Chicago police detective when he is sent to Chicago to apprehend a Georgian drug lord who's killed his partner and fled the country. A fairly straightforward plot when you put it down. I mean, it's yeah. one sentence. Um, but what before we go through the movie... Your overall impressions of the movie, Davey, what what did you think when you came away from it? Well, for a little bit of background, like I hadn't I don't think I'd seen this movie in full, like ever. Um I'm pretty sure this was my first viewing. Like I've seen loads of clips. Right. Um so like I knew I knew Arnie was gonna be <laughs> a Russian. <laughs> Pretty much a Russian. Um but I, I, I thought it was gonna be more wild and ridiculous and a bit more I don't know like I thought it was going to be funnier I was expecting a buddy cop comedy again because you see Belushi in the title you think ah comedy but um no it was like it went kind of gritty and realistic and violent and eh, I just wanted to carry on (laughs) I was I was really pretty much the same to be Mm. honest with you I hadn't seen the same as you I hadn't seen this beforehand yeah but not similar to you i didn't know much about it i hadn't seen many clips from this film right. at all so i going into this movie i didn't even know that arnie was russian in it <laughs> I, <laughs> so even from red heat yeah no, like i, I mean, mean that could be anything. I mean, in in retrospect <laughs> that makes perfect sense yeah. but it also just sounds like an arnie movie yeah um, so I was surprised by that, but it pretty much slaps you in the face with that straight away. Um, so I thought, right, oh right, okay, he's clearly Russian. Didn't expect that, but yeah, I expected a pretty stereotypical buddy cop comedy. Yeah, but it's not funny enough for that. Aye, and there's also not enough kind of thriller about it to really master that either. Yeah. And in the end, I actually think it. It falls in between and sort of ends up mediocre at both. Do you know what? It's kind of like a bad version of Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Same sort of time frame. I mean, I don't know if Lethal Weapon maybe actually come out after this. But it might have just a, a touch more racism. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, I like it. It's fine. Like, I, I thought it was good. Like, I, not like. Didn't fucking knock my socks off or anything, but uh, I was like, that's an okay action film. I didn't walk away thinking this is a bad film, but I was. it's a total middle-of-the-road film yeah. for me. Um, but I did want more comedy, and I, as funny as Arnie's accent and stuff could be when you kind of... When you kind of settle into the film and you go, right, he's Russian, that's fine. Then he's he just sounds German for half the film, and you're like, "All right, oh yeah, you're not you're not Russian at all, are you?" 
it's quite hard to kind of suspend your disbelief. Like, I, see, for the whole film, I was waiting on the conversation of, so, what part of Russia are you from? Ah, oh, well, my mother was German. And, uh, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for the, the crowbarred in okay. explanation. Like, we always get yep. we always get something to explain it, or we get nothing. Yeah. But I felt like if ever there was a film that needed it, it was this one. Um, but, yeah, um, for the era it was in, I expected more one-liners. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I expected it to be daft, but it wasn't daft. Yeah. Just because of the, the, the era it was in. I mean, we're, the next film is Twins, which is straight-up comedy. The film before it is The Running Man, which, again, is over-the-top and wild and full of, you know, there's lots of one-liners and cr- overall craziness. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It, was a, it just wasn't what I expected. Well, do you know, um, I, I completely agree. It wasn't quite what I expected as well. So, I did a bit of digging and I... I found an interview with Walter Hill, the director, hmm. where he said that he they actually took out some of the kind of comedy lines for Arnie and the one-liners. He didn't want any of that because well, Walter didn't or Arnie Walter didn't. didn't. Right, okay. Walter didn't. He he thought that Arnie he wanted to stretch Arnie, and he thought that he could play it. He says it it he didn't need that kind of silly aspect to it. Because he could make it funny by just being a good actor, he felt that Arnie had that in him. <laughs> okay, that's. I I don't hate that reasoning. I don't hate that yeah. reasoning, but unfortunately, when you take that out the script, what they put in instead doesn't for me doesn't work as a uh-huh. comedy. I felt like it was missing a wee bit of sizzle. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got a fair bit, of, a nice bit of steak, a decent story. You know, a Russian fish out of water. Buddy cop comedy. Buddy cop movie. Easy. Just need like you could have made it a bit flashier, a bit, a, a, a bit crazier. I think. Yeah. I mean, look how crazy Commando is. That film is absolutely off the walls, like bonkers. But I mean, really, it's quite a simple story. You know. Yeah. Soldier. Uh, sent out to save his daughter. Yeah, that's kind of the whole story in a sentence. But then there's so much crazy nonsense thrown at it that it's one of Arnie's best films. For me, from Arnie's kind of back catalogue up to this point, feel of the movie in the terms of the kind of quality of the movie, the most comparative to me was uh, Raw Deal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How do you think it compared <clears throat> to Raw Deal? Again, similar kind of similar complaints, really, in that it's a bit too serious. Yeah, and it's not as fun as it should be. Yeah, really, I felt like with this as well, they made it a wee bit more convoluted with the plot than it had to be. Yeah. Um. Again, Rodeo should have been simple, but I don't know. Instead of going for the craziness, they went for good, like lots of contrivances in the plot and stuff like that and I feel like yeah. they got a wee bit too down into the weeds with this as well and there's points when you're just going why don't you just blow something up? Well one of the things I did find in kind of research in this movie as well was that there's in the last half of the movie the original cut was much longer. Oh really? They cut a lot out of it. Right. Which is for me it kind of explains why the last half of it there's certain aspects of it which don't really make sense. 
and there's a lot of things that you would expect to see which you don't see, mm-hmm. such as, you know, all of a sudden cat's dead. You know? Right, yeah. So the pacing's off, mm-hmm. the story doesn't quite add up. There's a lot of issues for me with that last half of the movie. So hearing that they've had to remove quite a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a particularly short movie as it is. Yeah, but an so, hour, hour 40, I think. Yeah. So I can kind of see why it's ended up the way it did mm-hmm. based on that kind of information yeah. alone. Again, like you could have added five minutes onto that film and it would have filled in these wee gaps. I mean, yeah. see... Then they probably would have had to reshoot, which I don't know if that's something yeah. they would have done at the time. Nah. Um, again, like... I know we're just kind of jumping ahead in the plot instead of going straight through it, but uh, like Gina Gershon's death, what they just open the body bag and she's there, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. Shit. It's not even like a good surprise. You just go, all right, um, what the fuck? Well, I guess her? she wasn't that important. Yeah, I expected her to be a love interest. Oh uh, yeah, I expect. See, because like there was a sort of bit of chemistry, and then Arnie lets her go. I was just kind of like, oh, all right, okay, so there's a. There's a kind of love interest built in here, and then all of a sudden she's dead. Ah, uh-huh. like again, it's it's very realistic in that sense that I mean she probably would get killed, and even the way she dies, like she's been strangled and broken neck and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, like, it's like you know a lot less spectacular than a bullet to the forehead. But yeah. Um, Meanwhile, we have scenes yeah. where John Belushi's sister's alimony payments are the centre of discussion. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Why is that introduced? Yeah, even like, the, the thing I, re- I noticed right was uh, I, I kept a wee eye on the on the clock on this because I realised I'd gotten quite a bit into the film and I went, I know there's, I knew there was something on a bus coming because I'd seen a wee clip from it and I'm going, I've not seen these buses yet. Yeah. Um, And I was like, there's 10 minutes to go or like 15 minutes to go. I'm like, how are they going to get to this? And then all of a sudden they're there and they're, yeah. they're doing the chase. And I'm like, right, that was, that was kind of rushed. Yeah. Even like a lot of the confrontations, I feel like they just kind of walk into a room and face <laughs> each other. Like, it's great. Jumping straight to the end, right? Yeah. So they do that. I, I quite like the bus chase. That, that was, a, again... That's the level of ridiculous I've come to expect from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but see, to be honest with you, I kind of thought buses are, for me, if you're going to do like a motor vehicle chase, uh-huh. buses are the least exciting of the vehicles to <laughs> do them on because they're big and they're slow. Oh, he's a big guy. Might as well stick him in a bus. He's got a bit more room there. <laughs> Just imagine Arnie doing this final chase in a Ford car. <laughs> He'd be sitting in the back seat. Oh, the seat pushed all the way back, ripped out the back seat. Yep. Yeah. It would be so much better in a Ford car. It's like it's like Commando <laughs> where he rips out that car seat for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> At least this time he would have a reason to do so. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I quite liked the bus chase. I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Um, like smashing through whatever the big the landmark, yeah. landmark was. That's just Chicago landmark. Even those lines, I'm like, that should have been a funny line Yeah, in there. Like They, they should have been... <laughs> Playing up the odd couple thing a wee bit more, but uh, I like when they're playing chicken with the buses, and the two Russians are just screaming at each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the, the the most Arnie bit of yeah. the film. Just him going, "Ah!" <laughs> He's like, "You could have killed uh, us," yeah. and him, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> 
But even after that, right? So Victor's crashed into the train and survived. Yeah. And you're like, right, maybe there's a wee bit of cat and mouse, maybe they're running about. Arnold just walks towards them, they pull their guns, they shoot at each other. Yep. And Arnie Arne kills him. Yes. I'm like, that's the end of it. It's, it's way too easy. If that had been at the end of maybe two minutes of running about chasing each other, a wee bit more, a wee bit more yeah. high stakes, then yeah, cool. Like, I get it, they've, they've just been driving buses around, but yeah, that's smashed not, that's the big not enough of a payoff at the end of a movie. It's not. You, you, what you do is you smash everything to smithereens and then it's mano a mano. Like, like the buses are the rest of the platoon and predator. You've got to kill all them off. Yes. And then you get down to Arnie versus the predator. Then it's one on one. So if they'd crash the bus and say Jim Belushi's lying there with a broken leg and he's like, ah. Go get him, but do it for America or something stupid and hilarious. Instead of just going, this is a bit Russian for me, and just letting them have him. Ah, so <laughs> again, he is a terrible policeman and and a terrible partner. <laughs> a terrible At no part- point does he mourn the fact that his fucking partner was <laughs> murdered by this person. But even like, yeah. what happens if Arnie gets shot? Then then you need to go and hit. Oh, it just it, that really annoyed me. It's see, a bit. It's a bit Russian for me. <laughs> Pesh. See, <laughs> see, to be honest with you, I thought the characterization was a bit off because I personally didn't feel that any of the characters were particularly likable, except Belushi's partner who gets shot. Ah, oh, I was I, gutted when he died. Yes, he was the most likable person mm-hmm. in the entire movie. And that's wrong because the two buddy cops, you're supposed to love them. Yeah. I didn't really love them. Yeah. Even Arnie took a while to soften in the film. He didn't even soften it, that much. Uh-huh. He, he softened more, and this is jumping ahead a few films, but he softens more as a cyborg in Terminator 2 quicker yes. than he does in this film. Yes, I agree. And even like Gina Gershom's character and things like that, you're just kind of like, well, all right. And then she dies. I'm not heartbroken. I'm nah. just kind of like, ah, oh, it's a shame. Well, actually, I'm like, when the hell did that happen? But on a per- <laughs> personal level, I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's a shame she's dead. But The only other person it. I quite liked in the film was the blind guy in jail. And he's a bad guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought the characterization was a bit off, personally. Yeah. The other, uh, sorry, I'm just, I'm just randomly thinking of characters I enjoyed because there's not many to choose from. It. Right, <laughs> but I see early on in the film when they're in a like the Russian police station. Yeah, and there's the wee guy going, uh, "He's in Chicago, gangsters." Wait, <laughs> <like>, what? <laughs> see, again, this is early enough in the film that I think. All right, it's a bit silly, and then it stops. Yes. <laughs> it just stops being silly. I get. Do you know what? I feel like in Raw Deal we spoke we spoke about the tone being all over the place. Yeah, this is a lot like that. Yeah, the film to go to the start of the film, we are greeted in some sort of a Turkish bath. Yeah, by almost naked Arnold. <laughs> almost naked everyone. Yes. Um. Spain's naked, Arnie's naked. There's an Asian-Russian for some bizarre reason. Oh, yeah. Is that, yeah. And then throws Sven through a window. 
Which but, I was very happy to see. Yes. Arnold and Sven rolling around in the snow. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that is what you have dreamt of many nights. Oh, I mean, the, 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 the triceps alone. <laughs> right. How... And I didn't, I didn't expect this, and this is a good thing though. That right. I was pleasantly surprised by. So, like, having seen like the, you know, the clips, there's Arnie running about in his, uh, his Russian military police, uniform, yeah, yeah. Uh, and him in his big ridiculous green suit. Yes, um, I'd seen that, but I hadn't, you know. So, for a few of the films where he's been covered up for most of it. We've kind of went a bit lower with how how Jack does Arnie. Yeah. Oh my God! Like you see see immediately, you just go, yes, absolutely massive. Yes. And apparently he'd been told to lose ten pounds for this as well. Yeah. So how big was he before? What what was before this running man? He wasn't yeah. that big in that either. Yeah. He was. True. I mean, I mean it's it, relative to Arnie. Uh-huh. But he wasn't like massive in the running man. It, it's funny, I've noticed this with Arnie sometimes. See when they make him lose weight, so like for commando and stuff like that. Yeah. He's he's more lean, but he's like more ripped than he's ever been. I think this is another one of those cases where he's lighter, but he looks bigger. Yeah. Just again, less fat on him, even mm-hmm. though he's not got like I mean the, the obviously the one we always go back to is pumping iron. Yes. Where he's at the peak of being a bodybuilder, he's both wildly huge jacked but also has no fat on him yeah it uh, must be like three percent body fat or something but uh so he's nowhere near that sort of mass but he just looks unbelievable in this glistening biceps and that jawline oh that incredible jawline <laughs> accented by his, <laughs> by his eraser head <laughs> weirdly kind of sentimental towards the end when they're swapping watches and stuff like that. Yeah. And like Arnie says to him, we're not politicians, we can be friends. And it's like, right, that that is the, the opposite of the way you've acted for this whole film. Yes, earlier <laughs> on you were saying shoot the politicians in the head. Yes. <laughs> like, it, again, it's just a bit It's a, all over the place. Characterisation, again, it was not quite right. Yeah. I mean, looking at Arnie for this whole film, it's funny. Like he's just being Russian Terminator in this film. Yeah, I see that you can tell by the way he moves his head around, especially in the bath scene. The the, at the start, he gives us the Terminator, the Terminator eyes. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed a lot of the movies he starts like that. Yeah, because he did that at like in Commando. I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, he does that to open a movie. He likes to do that sort of Terminator. Oh wait, no, he's not. Yeah, um, I don't know where we're going with that. It's a very interesting film. It's not one I want to watch again soon. No, but I'd probably watch it again in five years. Yeah, it's not a proper rewatchable Arnie film. Yeah, all. I mean there's there's a lot of lot of people that kinda hit us up on Twitter and talk about doing about watching they watch the Arnie movies every year. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fantastic. There are certain movies that you would think, would I watch that every year? Yeah. And this would probably be one of them where I would think, I might skip that this year. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd struggle with this one. I'd like I mean obviously we're we're trying to be Arnie completionists here we're trying to go through every single film and I'm yeah. enjoying it like I'm, I'm enjoying I'm, seeing I'm the, the loving ones the I've journey. not seen um, 
because again, like that's whole, the whole thing that we're doing is looking at every misstep along the way. And I wouldn't even say this is a total misstep, really. I mean, it's not. It didn't hurt his career. But, well, no. Um, it, it. I would say it is a misstep in that the run he's on with the commandos, the predators. You know, yeah. raw deal was a bit of a. Uh, then the running man's a fucking massive hit again. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't a flop in terms of money. Um, did it do okay? It did okay. Oh, it right. did okay. It did. But compared to the other comedy he had out yeah, that yeah. year, which we were covering next, which is Twins, <laughs> it got absolutely um, smashed by yeah. Twins. And I've seen kind of Arnie discussing that, and he didn't understand why it didn't take off. Mm-hmm. He kind of thought maybe... He doesn't understand why it didn't take off. He says either the performances aren't good enough. Um, he says maybe the it didn't look good enough. Well, maybe Walter didn't quite do what mm. he needed to do. He said, or maybe it was a bit of racism at the time. Um, maybe they weren't really interested in seeing a Russian character at that point in America um, or that point in the world. Yeah. You know, he says he doesn't really know. And the answer probably is a combination of all of it. Yeah. Again, like I think, so this came out in 88, yeah. yeah. I think they tried to humanise them by taking taking them seriously, as opposed to going, oh, let's rip the piss out of the Russians because they're our enemies. Yeah. And I think that's that would make sense as to why they took a wee step back from the comedy. Because I think maybe the, Walter Hill thought, nah, it's too easy. Let's make them likable by taking them seriously. But I think, ironically, that's kind of that was maybe the wrong way to go. In retrospect, like at the yeah. time, it would it would make sense. But it was the eighties. Do you know what I mean? Like you want a daft action film in the eighties. You don't want gritty. They this fucking seventies for the, the 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 realistic gritty pish. <laughs> nah, we want over the top like. Even like I'm trying to think what's out of the time like like Scarface and stuff like that is a few, was a few years before yeah and while Scarface is gritty and fairly realistic it's still over the top and ridiculous yes and it's got Al Pacino being absolutely mental yeah I think if that right. had come out in the seventies it would have been probably acted a bit more seriously mm-hmm. by everyone involved but also like maybe there would have been zero comedy and it would yeah. have been just you know, like at the, again at the time, I mean, the seventies they're they're a bit deeper into the kind of Cold War and yeah, it would have been more of a tense affair having a Russian coming in. Mm-hmm. Whereas even even at this point, there was still a lot of kind of blocks on Russia. I mean, they weren't even. There's a lot of scenes in this in the Red Square of Russia, which they didn't get permission to film. Right, they just had yeah. to go in and pretend that they were tourists <laughs> and just film it and then get out of there which again like that's mental for them for the late 80s doing that yeah because i mean it's not like they're going to run in with a, a wee tiny gopro and film it yeah they'd have been in with like i, I know they said a small crew but you've, you've still probably get the cameraman and a well i suppose they didn't really need like a boom mic or anything did they was it just at the end when he was in red square or was he um, early I think on. through the credits and things as well. Yeah. I think, but again, um, there's no sound, so maybe it's just the cameraman. So yeah, it's still just. That I think bonkers. it was just Arnie and the cameraman they took. That's amazing. Arnie in his uniform. Yeah. 
but that possibly could have been a crime as well. Oh, almost Wearing certainly. Wearing a military uniform. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, yeah. Well, they got away with them. One, th- we- one thing that did age the movie for me was when they said that the... Um, why do you always pick on us Georgians? And I was like, Georgia's not Russia? And then I was like, <gasps> Georgia's still part of Russia in this movie. <laughs> that that did kind of hit me, but I was like, oh yeah. my God. Again, it's just mad. There's a line somewhere, I can't even remember who asked, are you Russian? So yeah. So, uh, is he Russian? Soviet? Yeah. Like, Man, this is, like they're going full pelt into this. World. Again, it's always... Probably the most is it is this the most realistic? I know this is going into the the rankings thing for later, but like, is this the most realistic film? Ernest um, so far? I would think so. I'm trying, off, I can't anyway. think of much. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Hercules in New York is so much more realistic. But Stay Hungry, <laughs> maybe. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, maybe stay. Then there's bodybuilders. Bodybuilders the running down the street and. This is is definitely up there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly top one or two. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean it has to be. Mm. There's no space alien. I love the term space alien. A space alien. <laughs> Again, it's all a bit murky as to like, oh, they're sending Arnie over to get this guy, but he doesn't have the diplomatic power to carry a gun. Well, is he says right? he does. Uh-huh. But he's good diplomatic immunity. But they take it off him. But they take it off him. He's he's got he's so he's got enough diplomatic immunity that he can take it through customs. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's not allowed it on him. So that made no sense. Yeah. And I know they kinda make a they're kinda making a comment there, like what what is it he says, um Your crime is organised but your uh, police are not or something Yeah. Some shite line. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, there's all the... there's a lot of that kind of in America. It's this way in Russia. It's this way. Yeah. There's a lot of that throughout the movie. And yet, with all that, they totally sidestep all the comedy. Yeah, I... it's like political commentary uh... rather than satire. Yeah, which I think you can make more of a statement by being funny. To be yeah. honest. In between the murdery bits where they strangle women and shoot each other in the head. <laughs> yeah, even the throwaway comments were really dark. Like, Victor's father was hung in some square for rape and pillaging. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, wow. And they were like, you have that in Russia? And he's like, in the past. And I'm like, well, it can't have been that long ago. <laughs> uh, and then Victor as well is wanted for murder, rape, um uh, drug trafficking, like all of this kind of mm-hmm. really dark stuff, and I was kind of like, like we we kind of get that he's a bad guy without uh, having to tell us about. For me, I'd like to see a remake of this film. Do you know? What? Interesting side note: Who would you cast? Oh, still Arnie. Still Arnie. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, I mean, I'm, t- I'm trying to think who's like a. I mean, you could cast like. I think someone who's huge and ridiculous. Just cast like the mountain from Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> well, he actually might be <laughs> able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it, it should be the, you know, a very serious foreign actor. Preferably, maybe an actual Russian. <laughs> well, to, to, to pick another non-Russian. Mm. How about Christoph Waltz? 
<laughs> just going the opposite direction. Just Big muscle bone guy? No. no. Slightly older, slender chap. Mm. <laughs> Again, German. <laughs> yes. Or Austrian. Is he German or Austrian? Yeah, yeah, I think he is German. Is he German? Or maybe he's one of these combinations. Maybe. German, yeah. Austrian type. Yeah, I mean, it's all Germanic. But, yeah. Um, but, eh. Uh, you wouldn't. I don't think you'd get away with a kind of black exploitation vibe. No, no, it is though. Not, not so much. No, that got a bit. Again, I don't. And I mean, this I is don't late. Know where 80s. all that came from? Really? Yeah, this is like... late eighties. The main black exploitation type era, 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 mm. is seventies. So I... this felt a little bit right. Again, ten years too late. Yeah, right. Because that all that stuff with. The, the black gang felt really crowbarred in. Yeah. I, I just didn't... It didn't feel like it, it... There was a logical way to fit it in. Yeah. Really. Um, which there was a lot of kind of gaps in logic in this film, but I don't know. Um, it was just strange. And then all the stuff with the, the key and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care about the key. They were just desperately trying to find a way to wrap this up, weren't they? <laughs> oh, th- this is my brother-in-law. He owns a, a key a key shop where there's a library of keys. Keys. <laughs> um, I'm, oh god. It, 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 but yeah, so like they don't, they almost don't make enough of a big deal about the cocainum. Cocainum. <laughs> oh, oh, see that at the start. That was oh. again. We've kind of gone a bit off piece. Like we didn't even go through the plot, but like no, fuck it. We didn't follow our normal format. Yeah, but this I, felt more natural. Uh, <laughs> um, but at the start, when uh, <laughs> when he breaks the guy's fake leg off, and he, pour, he pours the drugs out. It says cocaine. Him. Like, <laughs> I am so in. Like, see if that was the tone for the whole film. Oh my god, I'm so in. Yes, that was great. I loved that. But then <laughs> it's like, you know what's the problem? See when they went to Chicago. Yeah, that's when it dies. It dies in its arse as soon as they get to Chicago. Yeah, because like, I feel like Chicago's one of these cities that I'm sure it's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. But there's this. See, because the history of gangsters and all that. Yeah, there's this kind of putting on a pedestal of Chicago it's maybe this legendary city and all that it looks like a fucking shithole <laughs> there's it? a reason like, they used it for Gotham uh, well uh, <laughs> yeah. um, sorry to your Chicago listeners yeah <laughs> but like no I, I, I mean let's face it we're in the bloody Chicago of Scotland aren't we <laughs> like, like Glasgow's pretty much the Chicago of Scotland um, and that it's meant to be this amazing wild like cool town but it's kind of a shell. <laughs> it's also up north where it's fucking freezing and raining and all that. So yeah, yeah. There's a reason our voices are this good. Yeah, I mean, if you're from Chicago, you're probably. I mean, you've probably turned it off by now because you you can't interpret anything we're trying to say. <laughs> um, but I, I I just feel like as soon as they get there, it kind of don't know, it goes a wee bit downhill. For the whole film, I would agree with you. <laughs> I would. One thing, one one admission I do have though, is um, it took me longer than I would like to admit to realize that the nurse was a guy in drag. Right, <laughs> I love that. Right, this was a good scene as well. I'm, I'm I, I, they nearly didn't go all transphobic and all that, but uh, what is it they called them like? 
Transvestite. There's a name they call them, like, after. I can't remember. They don't call them a tranny, but they've got some really stupid, weird transvestite nickname for them. And I'm like, that kind of dates it a wee bit, you're like, ooh, you can get away with that now. Um, But, like, you know, a bit broad-shouldered, but, you know, quite a... He was quite a pretty woman. He was. Strangely. Um, The thing that I laughed at was... When the wig fell off, yeah, he just he kind of still looked like a woman. Like he still, had, <laughs> he still had lady hair, and I'm like, yeah. he probably didn't really need to wear that, but I don't know, maybe the same hairstyle as you. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you shave my beard off, I'd be a very, very pretty woman. You would. <laughs> but yeah, it was just again another weird bit where. I'm kind of glad they sidestepped the comedy there because they didn't really need it. It would have felt really 80s if they'd, you yeah. know, had him falling down and his bloomers are up in the air or something ridiculous. Yeah. Making tranny jokes and stuff like that, which they sidestepped, which, yeah, again, probably a good thing. Yeah. I'm trying to... Re- another thing I'm trying to remember now that I don't remember being resolved is... So they're, they're going to shoot him and his wife, Gina Gershom's character... Yeah. Stops it. Yeah. Why is she at the hospital? Um. Don't know. Is she keeping an eye on the Ru- the Russian pal or? I can't remember. Because he's uh, the guy that's in the hospital was the other Russian accomplice. Yeah. Um. But they didn't bring her to the hospital, did they? No. 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 So, I'm assuming she's been sent by Victor. Her role's a bit kind of all over the place as well. Yeah. We don't notice because she is stunning. She does look amazing yeah. in this. Um, but in doing my research to see what had been cut out and things like that, mm. I downloaded the script for this movie oh, and really? had a quick flick through it. Okay. And her character in the original script was two different people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what were the, the two roles then? Um, there was... Uh, she was the nurse... one of them was the wife but the person in the dance studio wasn't so the person there was the wife and then the person in the dance studio and I think the hospital was a completely different person okay so it was it was a strange one where I was kind of flicking through the script being like kind of explains why her role is a little bit all over the place but also, I'm kind of glad they put that together because that just seems even more complicated. Yeah, yeah, totally. And one of the other things I noticed in the script was that, you know how after the dance studio, they go to the underground the garage and they have that meeting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen in the original script. All right. They lose her in the taxi and they go and do their own thing and then there's then they have to try and find her again and there's a whole subplot on that. And I was like, oh, this is another thing they've just condensed down, Mm. which is much better. Yeah. God, can you imagine the two and a half hour version of this? (laughs) Some of it would have made more sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would have have tuned out and wouldn't know. All they needed was another five to ten minutes, I think. And the end would have been tidier. Yeah. It was just that the end was totally rushed. It was all this. There's a lot of... I feel like there's a big middle in this film. Yeah. Like... Kind of cool start, a big boring middle, then a cool bus chase. Yeah, and then that, that yeah, 
I did like the hostel character, the the guy that ran the hostel. Yeah, I did quite. That's another character that I did actually quite enjoy. Best wee bit of trivia for this film is that seeing the the, the kind of the the book that uh, Danko signs. Yeah. Uh, see the signature just above his name mm-hmm. it's a replica of Jim Morrison from the Doors' signature is it? yeah you can really notice see when they look later you can see it clear as day Jim Morrison it's it's really cool that's really cool, cool. Um, I didn't notice that yeah no, I, um, I, I, I kind of just clocked it and I went Jim Morrison um, and then when I looked through IMDB it was one of the first bits of trivia so it was pretty that's impressive ah, pretty cool. I was quite pleased that I spotted that yeah that's a good one but then uh, like no other fun trivia for this film no because it's not a fun film <laughs> no it's, it's okay it's, it's I'm maybe dumping it like see the more you think this is another one that the more you think about it the worse it gets yeah. the more you pick this film apart the yes. worse it is like I'm sure we ca- I came away hating bloody raw deal yeah when we... I initially watched it I went it's alright yeah, um, but that that is thing we are talking about this for you know a couple hours, so it's hmm. it kind of starts to fall apart when you analyze it that I, much. I'd be like, for instance, one character that I did not see the point of was the prostitute, and she's another character who hung around way too long beyond logic. Yeah, it's like I, there's a shootout. Her John's killed. Brilliant, get her out the building. Yeah. Why does she hang around? Go, Are you going to start shooting again? I don't leave. If you don't want them to start shooting again, run, leave, run very fast. And there's no payoff. There's no reason for mm-hmm. her to be there. It's not as if it comes back to her in any way. Oh, she does. She's back again when the one of the cops is kind of questioning what happened, and she says she doesn't know. Yeah. So again, see if she she would have been great if there'd been some vital piece of information. Yep. Passed on by her. Yes. That's why she's there. Or, or if this was the other film, that the funny version of this film that exists in our minds, <laughs> yes, uh, not in the real world, um, she would have been there for comic relief during the shootout. Yeah, but you could have had a, some carry on with a wee whore. <laughs> and for anyone not from not out of Central Belt Scotland, what does that mean, David? <laughs> you could have had a wee laugh with. That particular lady of the night. <laughs> yes, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> Not even mentioned the parakeet. The parakeet? Arnold's character has a parakeet that they talk about. He's, the bird is actually in the title credits. <sighs> and then they argue about whether or not the parakeet is a feminine pet to have. <clears throat> but in reality, that whole thing just seems to be a setup for why every now and again his watch goes off. Uh, unfortunate ah, yeah. times. I think. See, when I said earlier there was a bit in the film that I zoned out. Yeah. I think that is definitely one of those bits. Because <laughs> you do look a bit confused. I feel like I should really remember the parakeet. <laughs> I mean, really remember the parakeet. <laughs> I think this film would have been infinitely more enjoyable if one of the main characters had been the parakeet, like if it had been Arnie. Jim Belushi and their friend the parakeet crime fighting parakeet so we've kind of I mean we've somehow covered this whole film without the plot and I'm very pleased because 
I didn't like the plot. <laughs> yeah, the plot kind of is all over the place. So yeah. I suppose this way was the covering it in an all over this the place fashion. This is a perfect reflection of this film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wildly uh, rambling with seem- seemingly no direction. Shadow, <laughs> I think this is the perfect opportunity to say, shall we move on to the Arnie drinking game for Red Heat? Yes, I, th- I think now's the time. <laughs> you should not drink. So, David, what have you got for the Arnie drinking game for Red Heat? Anytime Jim Belushi offends Russia, <laughs> take a drink. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Um, I've got something quite similar, and that's take a drink anytime something stereotypically Russian is mentioned. Yes. Um, I've got take a drink when you you begin to think this actually doesn't make that much sense. <laughs> oh, God. So that's going to be quite a few. Uh, uh, again, down your drink when you see Sven. Yes, and I... I, I that's, a, that's an early downing of the drink. So. That is an early downing of the drink, and we normally do a sort of take the shot for Sven one. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. switched it up, and I've got take a shot when you see Kurt Fuller. <laughs> yes. Um, just take a drink every time someone mentions the key yes <sighs> take a shot when you find out what the key is for <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never take that shot um, that's, uh, well that's me I'm out yeah I'm <laughs> so we'll move on to the, the ranking round I want to ask you a bunch of questions and I want to have them answered immediately so Davey quotability out of five for Red Heat um there's not a lot of one-liners, really. I don't think there's any proper pun one-liners at all. No. But, like, there's a couple of bits that I quite liked with, the uh, Do you know Miranda? I like that I one. don't know that bitch. Bang! Punches him again. Fun. Also, like, oh. because of, even when they, they introduce the Miranda act, it's like, because of the Miranda act, you can't touch his ass. I was like, I don't want to touch his ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, are you shitting me? I'm not shitting on you. <laughs> <laughs> um... Also, cocainum. <laughs> cocainum. <laughs> yes. So, like, I, there's some fun in there. So, I, I, do, I, think, I, think I, I have a one. No, come on. Um, but We've just quoted some things. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. When I was doing this, I was kind of trying to think back, and I didn't include things like cocainum. Cocainum. <laughs> um, no, I don't think it's a one. No, I'll agree. I'll bump uh, up to a two. Yeah. I think a two is a fair representation, though. Yeah, I'd agree with that. How jacked is Arnie out of five? This is a difficult one because uh-huh. we've already spoken about how jacked he actually is. Yeah. You only see him in the very first scene and that's it, really. Well, there's a point later on when he's running about in a white t-shirt with his sleeves rolled up and okay. I'm like, oh my God, he is bursting out of that. But I think a four. A four? Yeah. Be- okay. Because of how good he looks in that first scene. And how good he looks later, but again, he has covered up for most of the film. I think he looks in impeccable condition when you when you do yeah. see him. Like the, the biceps are like borderline borderline predator veininess. <laughs> um, but he's not. Maybe I'm being too generous, but I, I I think I have a three, and I'm I'm struggling to come up to the four. To be mm. honest with you, I just don't think there's enough emphasis on just how beautiful a man okay. he is in this right okay I'll come down to meet you at three, I then. think when we yeah. I think if we would compare it to the other fours that we've done yeah I don't think it would stand up right so I, 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 I'm i gonna stick with three okay I'll come down and meet you at three 
Good. Begrudgingly. <laughs> <laughs> How realistic is the movie out of five? Uh, maybe a five. You know, my instinct is five, but the one thing that could drag it down, I hate saying it, is Arnold's accent because it does take me out of it a wee bit. Yeah, because it is just a German accent at times. Even when it's a bad Russian accent, it's fine. I'm going, all oh, right, it's Russian, no, it's, it's fine. But then sometimes it's not. So I don't know. <sighs> I think that would be quite harsh. Uh-huh. Take a point no, I, I agree, but I really, I mean, this is yeah, this is probably the most realistic one we've seen so far. It's definitely up there. Aside from, I mean, like the the, the plot holes and stuff, bring it down. Not really. Even mm. him coming over from Russia is a bit a touch far fetched, but not really. Like, yeah, I, fuck it, five for realism. I think. Yeah, I'm. I've given it five. Yeah. And then I think possibly one we might disagree on. I'm not sure. Overall, oh, out of five, I was going to give it a three. Yeah, but I'm kind of again. I've I've done this again where I, I thought it was a three, and then I've annoyed myself by talking about it, and I'll probably give it a two. That's what, what I've got. Two? I thought you were going to go higher, but oh, I I've got a two as well. I feel like it is almost harsh. Like, see, see if I just sat down and watched it, and there and then mm-hmm. judged it, I'd give it a three. But as soon as you see the second you start to think about it, it's a two. I've got a feeling that you do that for a lot of films, though. Oh, God, yeah. You watch them and you go, that was great. And then uh, uh, six weeks later, I'll ask you and you'll be like, actually, it wasn't that good. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I usually, like, I I find it quite easy to just get fully immersed in a film and not overthink it I mean it needs to be pretty shit for me not to enjoy any film and especially see when I go to the cinema yeah like see if I'd seen this in the cinema I'd probably give it fucking five stars because <laughs> I, I I still it's one of my favourite things about watching movies and you know one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast is that I'd, like, I do still get swept away right. by movies I still I love watching films I probably watch a movie every day of my life really yeah or I, t- I try to and yeah I'm kind of very begrudgingly giving this to, but as soon as you like cast any light on it, it falls to bits. But luckily, our next film is Twins. Oh, I'm really excited to do that. Yeah, I'm buzzing to I'm buzzing to rewatch this. But I'm really worried that I'm going to be let down. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't go through to that just now. No, nope. save that until next time. Um, so I guess that's us for this episode. Um. But you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Arnie Society as well as Facebook and Instagram at Arnie Appreciation Society. You can find me on Twitter at Blair Stevenson. And David, where can they find you? They can find me at DCT Wrestler on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook as well. And if you're feeling extra generous, we'd really appreciate anyone that can go on and give us a five-star rating on iTunes or Stitcher because that really helps us out and it genuinely means a lot to us. And I know that most podcasts say that at the end, but it it really does mean a lot to us. Gives me a tingly feeling inside. Until next time. Das Vidanya. We'll be back. Was that Dracula? That was was like the Count from Sesame Street. (laughs) You want to try that one again, David? We'll be back. (laughs) 